Things started to get kooky there at the end. <laughs> yes, it did. Got a little weird. Okay, I'm pulling out of my driveway. Y'all know what that means. It's time for another Judge Cast. Today, I have my two <laughs> formatted co-hosts, Just Dunks. Hey, it's so good to be in CJ's car. And Brian Prillivan. Oh, out of the trunk! Oh, out of the trunk! <laughs> uh, there's gonna be some guys out there who are like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's alright. It's a reference to another podcast. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You shouldn't be listening to that podcast anyway. I listen to the podcast. It's a good podcast. I do too, but... You know, but we don't have to listen to our own podcast, but our listeners should only listen to our podcast. But we don't release often enough for them to listen to only our podcast. <laughs> they loop. It's just sort of reaches. <laughs> loop. Yeah. Just loop. Loop. The, C- the subliminal messages are working, right, CJ? Uh, I think so, yeah. I had a minute. Okay. Time. Okay, good. I mean, that explains why people want cat tokens. <laughs> All right. So today we're going to talk about a... Um, <laughs> Ah, so last episode, we talked about how FNM is changing where you could have almost any format. We thought it might be a crazy cool idea to have uh, a large series of episodes, much like Drive to Work does whenever they're doing a card, uh, card by card stories, where we will go over every format that is sanctionable for FNM that was listed when they announced this. With with the with one exception, the invent your own format. Yes. We're not going to list every possible combination of invent your own. Sure. Um, so lazy, Bob. What's what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Since you're lazy, we're not wanting to list every permutation of invent your own. <laughs> every permutation of everything. It's like the infinite universe theory. It's like this is standard minus treasure cruise. <laughs> so. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Um, or modern minus treasure cruise. That's funny. So. We'll get through basically as many as we can in this episode, and then we will uh, pick it up in some future episode. Probably not next episode, but maybe next episode. Who knows? In some point in the future, we'll cover more of them. But I will read... Before you can actually start doing this stuff. The entire list. Okay. I will do it so that people know what to look forward to, uh, and we'll probably go in this order. Standard Modern Legacy Block Constructed. Sealed and Draft Limited. So, so far, so good. Commander. All right. Two-Headed Giant. Um... That's one we'll actually skip because we have an entire episode dedicated to it. That's episode number 81. There will be a link to that in the show notes. Then we start to get weird. Wizard's Tower, Emperor, Star, Arch Enemy. Arch Enemy? Arch? I think it's Arch Enemy. Arch Enemy. Plane Case. Did you say Arch Enemy? I've heard that before. I used to say that too. Yeah. Well, it's your Arch. Arch Nimini. Arch Enemy. Arch Chimney. Plane Case. Solomon Draft. You're my Chimney. draft. (laughs) What? What was that? Chimnesis. Ch- Chimnesis. It's a it's a nemesis that goes from the chimney. It's a chimnesis. That's all. <laughs> Winston okay. draft, backdraft, rotisserie draft, reject, reject rare draft, tribal wars, vanguard, build your own standard. Probably skip that one. Block party. <laughs> Invent your own format. Will be skipped. Any combination of above. Uh, maybe we'll touch on that. Plane chase I actually think I don't think we should skip invent your own format. I think each of us should invent a format. Okay, we will. Uh, Grand Malay. Uh, cube draft and mini masters. Those... Grand Ma- what did you say? Grand Malay. He Malay. Said, he said Grand Malay. All right, all right. Hold on. Remember Malay. when we had the parley parlay incident, and I was right. I'm right about Malay. Yeah, you're still not right about parlay. Super. Malay. I was right. Malay. You guys are wrong. <laughs> nope. I'm looking. I'm looking it up. It's, it's just... Super Smash Brothers Melee. 
Yes, but not Malay. Malay. You said Malay. Malay is correct. You said Malay. You said Malay. Malay. You know. Malay. No. Wait, I got this. I got this. Malay. Malay. It's 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 Malay. He's got you confused now. And Malay. 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 So Malay. How I used to say it. It's melee. True story in Sonic the Hedgehog. I thought melee. they I thought they were Chaos Emeralds. Chaos? Yeah, I thought they were from, I don't know, the land of Cheo. I didn't understand. They're saying, they're saying me- melee like rhymes with Pele, the soccer player. There you go. Thanks. That's how you pronounce or it. Or rhymes with parlay. Or you were waylaid because of the melee. Right. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to start with constructed. Um, all constructed formats, or at least standard modern legacy block and vintage, have the same basic rules. So we'll cover those real quick. Uh, some of this will be basic for the listeners, but I think everyone will learn something. And if not, we'll probably just banter a lot. So uh, in Constructed, you have to have a 60-card deck, at least 60 cards. You can have more, thanks um, yeah. Battle of Wits. Yes. And you have to have a 0 to 15 card sideboard. So anywhere within that range, 0 to 15. Well, hold on. Uh, should should we say that FNMs are at regular REL? Yes. This all of these these series of episodes will be about FNM because these are about FNM for uh, formats. So they're at regular REL, possibly casual REL. You can you can do these as casual, but the 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 main premise is these formats that we are going to be talking about are now are now going to be available at your FNM, and you are going to be able to get FNM foils for doing this stuff. Uh, whereas before, uh, you were probably not going to get FNM foils or potentially FNM foils for doing your reject rare tribal wars vanguard draft. Grand <laughs> uh, melee. All right. So you can't have any uh, more than four of any one non-basic card in the deck. You know, obvious exceptions: plague rats, shadowborn apostle, restricted list, basic lands. Basic lands. Yeah. So I said not non-basic card. Um, and there's, this is something. There's a restricted list. If you're doing vintage, if you're doing, we'll get to vintage. Oh, sorry. Let's calm down. Um, and the last thing is, and I don't know if everyone knows this, um, that your deck, when you start a match, your deck must be in the same. Um, what's the word? You got to have the same sixty cards. Yeah, configuration. That was the word before. You got to have the same sixty cards that you started the tournament with. So basically, you have to de sideboard after every match. Not after every game, of course. That would be ridiculous. But after every match, you must start with the same sixty cards. Yes. Now there are some stores that require uh, uh, deck lists uh for for these for constructed events okay uh while that's normally not something that we we uh we say hey every fnm should do that that is a tool that tos have the ability to add in if there is concern of rampant cheating like if you if people are concerned that people are pre-sideboarding for matches uh at fnm you do have the ability to add deck lists in it's not it's 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 not recommended just just because but it's not recommended to... because it sucks it actually hurts it the player suck. experience for players right uh, so, so it, it really shouldn't be done uh, like pretty much shouldn't be done unless you're I'm not even gonna go into it concern. like yeah I'm saying unless, just shouldn't be done unless you're addressing a specific concern because okay? even then it, it's it's mostly unenforceable short of catching cheaters straight up cheaters right um you know there's no game losses at regular yo yeah. All right. So it's not it's not a good idea, but it is a tool if if uh, if you, your player base is sufficiently paranoid. 
So let's start with a uh, standard. That's that's the most popular format in the world. And and let's let's be, yeah. And and even though all these formats are allowed for F and M, really this one is going to probably be the one at your store. Yeah, most of the time it'll be standard, and probably already is. So standard. So we're not going to say exactly which sets are legal in standard, but standard has a concept of rotation that we'll get into in a second. Um, hopefully Jess will, and or Brian. Whichever one you guys feels comfortable with that. Um, but it has a concept of rotation. So not all cards are legal at all times. It's generally about the last one and a half years of cards uh, are legal and standard. Um, if you look at section 6.3 of the Magic Tournament rules, they'll tell you which blocks are legal for standard right now. And they will also tell you if any cards are currently banned. But a card has not been banned from standard in, in quite some time. So it doesn't happen often, but it does happen occasionally. Yeah. So, so right now... Uh the two set the the, uh, the it's the current block whatever the current block is okay the last block last year's block the previous block and uh, the the current core set and, uh, it's sometimes the last core set too right right sometimes sometimes it'll be there is a period of overlap where you'll have uh, two core sets right. um, we, that's kind of gonna going to start going away in in a bit so you're generally safe with Whatever the block is, whatever the current block is now, core set and the previous year. So I guess the smallest standard can be is three, four, five, five sets. And the largest it can be is uh, seven, eight, eight, eight yeah, because yeah. there's that period where the two core sets overlap. Yeah, but th- and that's okay. right now. Okay, so that's right now. And it's changing eventually. Is, I can I can talk about it unless someone else wants to jump in. I know. Well, it's going to change. So... Core sets are going away and third sets are going away. So eventually we're going to get to this place in 2016 where there are no core sets and every block is only two sets. And what that means is that three blocks, the whatever the last three blocks are, will be standard. This block that we're currently in and the two blocks before it. That's all it means. So at any given time, we're going to have either five or six sets. It's going to be a much more uh, stable standard environment and uh, I'm and also quicker rotating. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, but that that's a change to how standard is going to work that I, we should definitely mention if we're talking about standard. Yeah, and some and something to possibly be aware of. It's it's as as a judge, something to consider or that you will potentially have to deal with is a player shows up who's unaware of this new rotation policy, but we'll have a year and a half to to inform you on how to deal with that. Yeah. So yeah, I guess one thing to mention is because um, we're about to mention this in modern as well, but uh, in standard cards in supplemental products like the commander product coming out are not legal. Those are only legal in eternal formats, and we'll talk about which formats are eternal, hint, it's legacy and vintage, uh, <laughs> in a moment. But, you know, it has to be in a block to be legal in standard and also legal in modern. So uh, so there was there was an f and I may have told this, this story uh, on the air, but it was, uh, um, I'm judging f and it's round two. Uh, player calls judge. I come over and uh, uh, his opponent has just played a ghost lit Kami, I think it was. Um, and I'm just, I'm like, what? What? No, this is this is from Kamigawa. And I look and I see the Garuk versus Liliana dual deck symbol uh-huh. on it. And then I look at his lands that are out and they're all swamps with the Garuk versus Liliana dual deck symbol. Garrick. Oh, uh, Garrick, sorry. <laughs> and, I, and I ask, hey, I can mispronounce words too. I think I think 
we've, I've, I've earned it. And I look at his hand, and it's all uh, Garrick versus Liliana symbol. And sure enough, he was playing playing that deck. And so it was like, okay, well, we gotta we gotta find you a deck that you can play. Uh, went ahead and fixed that problem, but I ended up getting fussed at by his mom Aww. for for about two rounds because they sold because it was up there on the shelf. He's like, how dare they sell a box of cards that he can't play with kind of thing. And she wasn't a player in the event. She wasn't really causing a scene, but she was kind of just following me around, <laughs> fussing at me. You know, where I was just like, ma'am, I understand. And she'd calm down and she'd go away. And then five minutes later, she'd come over and she'd just vent at me again. That's funny. <laughs> it was just, you know, she was probably, you know, early 60s and just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Meemaw. Just Meemaw. Come on, Meemaw. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've, me, I've had that happen me. at an FNM where I was watching somebody play, um, and I'm I'm watching him play this deck, and I'm I'm watching the game state. And I'm like, oh, oh, you know, he could totally get out of this if he plays that Eye Blight's ending, right? Wait a minute. <laughs> Eye Blight's ending is uh, not legal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, it, you know, I had kind of the same situation. Uh, there was actually... A side tangent here real quick. There, there, that happened at GP Anaheim. There was a, a, a kid that was playing. He was probably, I think he was like eight or nine years old. And he was playing with a, it was a block constructed GP. He was playing with a deck that was built from block constructed cards, but that block had bannings and he was playing with banned cards. And uh, his parents also got into an argument with Toby Elliott about, about whether or not he should be allowed to play with this. They tried to convince Toby that he should be allowed to just keep playing with those cards because he's a kid. Uh, no. That's not how that works. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right, no. all right. Let's talk about modern. Modern. So modern. Uh, we have an entire episode of modern, don't we? No. Oh, we do. We, we had an episode about the episode top of... decks in modern at that time, which is pretty much yeah. still true. Like, we could go back and just record a section about Jeskai's entity, and it would probably still be. Accurate. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. So modern has the all all the cards uh, printed from eighth edition onward, so it doesn't have rotation. All new sets are automatically added into modern. But a card still has to be printed in a block in order to be legal in modern. Um, a shorthand for if something is legal in modern is if it's in the well, what we used to call the new frame, although it's been new since eighth edition. Uh, yeah. Now it's the old new frame. Yeah, it is. It is the the middle of the three frames. Yeah. the not the not original frame. Uh, but you can't necessarily always use that because, like we were just talking about, all cards printed in, say, Commander are in the new frame, and they are not yeah. legal in Modern. Right. Um, but that's we had, that's a quick shorthand. At uh, at GP at GP Richmond, uh, uh, Jess and I were both deck checks team leads, and I think it was uh, uh, might have been around that Jess was on break, but one of one of the guys on his, I think it was one of the guys on your team, comes up to me and he's like, "We got a problem." I go, what's the problem? And he shows me the deck, and it's the Graveborn deck. Oh, no. uh, I remember gra- hearing about this. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the Graveborn, uh, 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 not the the premium deck series. So it's like they've all got the foil treatment, where the guy has changed some of the reanimation targets. But the question was, is Animate Dead legal in Modern? And I was just like, oh. no. Why do you ask? And he's like, anime dead. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, you know, let me see this deck. And sure enough, so that that ended up being uh, a fun call. Yeah. But yes. So and and talking to the player, you know, it's like, where did you get this deck? He was like, I bought it. 
uh, why did you think it was it was legal? And he said, well, because I read an article or I read somewhere that if it's got a new frame, it's allowed. Yeah. And it's new frames. So uh, just because it's been reprinted in a supplemental product, again, does not mean that it is legal in modern. In fact, the way the supplemental products are coming out, like Fast and Furious now, and they have new cards in them more and more. Yeah. That shorthand really is going away. So so maybe we just should edit the whole shorthand talk out? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I, but I do think moving forward as a community, using that description is probably not accurate. Just saying 8th edition forward. Yeah, We're I think, far enough I think away right. from 8th edition now that, that that demarcation line is is of whether or not it has a new border. There's so many cards printed that aren't legal that have that border that I just think we should move away from it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then, um, you know, cards like, like, I don't know, Lana War Elves, right? An alpha Lana War Elves or beta is still legal because even though it's not in the new frame, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Uh, the other thing was at one point printed in the new frame. Yeah, but they're so ugly. I don't know. I'm just Consp- thinking of cards. <laughs> Conspiracy, although it was in packs, is not... Uh... Well, that's, yeah, it's a supplemental product. Yeah. Well, I was just, I was just saying, because most supplemental products are box sets. You know? Oh, gotcha. Right. Yeah, well, you know, so... Modern Masters was a supplemental product. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. If they had made a mistake and in Modern Masters printed Animate Dead, right, it still would not be Modern Legal because Modern Masters is not, uh, (laughs) you know, a block, right? (laughs) That would have been weird. That would have been... It's a good thing they didn't make that mistake, huh, CJ? I'm pretty sure they're better than that most of the time. All right, so that's Modern. Oh, and Modern has a pretty extensive banned list, unlike Standard. Um, And you can check out Section 6.4 of the MTR for exactly what's banned at any given point, because the rumblings I'm hearing is if I told you what the banned list was now, it would be different in a few months. And even though it is not an eternal format, it does not rotate. Yeah, it will not rotate, but it's not eternal. Yes. So We we could probably do an entire episode on the difference between those two things. Yeah, Yeah. possible. (laughs) All right, let's talk about Legacy. So, Legacy... Type 1.5. I'm not even... Legacy... Well, yeah, you know what? You brought it up. Let's stop saying Type 2 and Type 1, guys. Thank God. Thank you, CJ. It's... (laughs) Be willing to change. How long ago did that change? Like, Uh, I think it... Was it Onslaught Block? Yeah, I think it was standard, like, when I was six I think, player. Like, <laughs> like, it's been like almost 10 it's been almost a decade since that was true old man i, I don't i i don't think so it's been it's been within the last five but it's been within the last five years and that was just a precursor precursor to my rant during definitely commander hasn't has definitely has not been within the last five years we were calling it standard in time spiral Block. i'm pretty sure it was you might, called... well, you might have been calling it but you were calling legacy legacy and vintage didn't actually have names until like maybe maybe six years ago it was type one and type 1.5 no in 2000 as early as 2007 and probably earlier we were calling them standard legacy and vintage if you know when this changed, send us an email. All right, yes. Legacy. I'll take, I'll take, I'll accept if I'm wrong. Um, okay, so Legacy is all cards ever printed, uh, asterisk, including cards in supplemental products. So here's where you can finally get to play almost everything. Um, it also has a very extensive band list banning all the fun cards like Mox Jet and Black Lotus and so on and so forth. Um, all the powerful cards are banned or whatever. Degenerate cards, I could say. And in addition to that, all cards that involve anti or are, dexter- are dexterity cards, like Chaos Orb, there's a star, Falling Star, is that it? Yeah, um, Falling Star, and uh, the Shaharazad. And Shaharazad. Yes. And then also every card with the type Conspiracy is banned, because that would be insane <laughs> if they were not. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, like like we've been harping on, uh, the new Commander product will be Legacy legal, and my understanding is it's coming out a week before a Legacy GP. So I remember the last time this happened, I remember people because the new uh, Commander product had like, is it charming in it or something? I remember how many calls I kept getting being like, is that card legal? And I'm like, yes, yes. It's uh, there was an issue when we had the the new pre-release, uh, the most recent pre-release for Concert Heart Gear. Because normally for a pre-release, you've got like the one pre-release card and then they moved over to having five different boxes for the pre-release mm -hmm. and you had five pre-release cards. Well, for this most recent one, there were actually 40 different pre-release promos. Right. So for that entire week, there were 40 cards from Constant Arc here that were legal, but the rest were not. Why? Why because, are the pre-release promos legal? The pre-release promos are because promotional cards are legal in Legacy. I, I did not know that. Yep. They yeah. count as supplemental product. Oh. Yep. So that's why Mana Crypt, right? Because it was it was in a book. Right. Huh. Like I knew things released on the side, but I didn't know pre-release cards fit. Yep. Deck. See? Pre-release pre promos, game day promos, all that stuff. I said someone would learn something. It was me. Yep. Uh, Have we ever had an episode of JudgeCast where nobody learned anything? I don't. I don't think. Like a listener or one of us. Like what about? Okay. I don't know if that's ever happened. Like I don't know if that's ever happened. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I can name one. Can you? <laughs> but I'm not gonna. Um. <laughs> what is this? Now I want to know. Our, now I put it in the Skype chat. Our commonly accepted worst episode. Oh. Yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Fair enough. No, no one, no listener gets to know. I'm not going to poo-poo it. <laughs> right. Nobody gets to know. Uh, all right. Let's talk about vintage. Vintage is where stupid things happen because that is, there are no um, bannings in vintage based on like power level, right? There's no bannings meant to, to, um, keep a deck from being absurd. If a deck is absurd, it can be absurd. Um, the only exceptions, the only banned cards in, in Vintage are, hey, dexterity cards, anti-cards, and conspiracies. You still can't have those because those would be insane. Um, vintage is unique, though, because it has a restricted list. So if a card is restricted in Vintage, it means you can only have one of those in your deck. So unfortunately, all the fun cards are restricted. Time walk. Uh... So my sixty, uh, my my thirty black lotuses and my thirty plague rats, uh, I can't play that. That's correct. Oh. That seems like a poor use of thirty black lotuses. I feel like there's something better you could do. <laughs> like pay for my kid's college. Well, sure. <laughs> uh, vintage is also an eternal format. And eh, she don't need it. And uh, uh, you can Scrooge McDuck over there. You can <laughs> get out of your swimming pool of judge foils if you want to pay for her college. Uh. Oh, can I use JudgeCast to sell my Judge Foils? Sure. No, that's wrong. <laughs> Is it only only if I get to hype like my eBay auctions or whatever too? Like, <laughs> yeah. We can have a final thoughts at the end. Yeah, yeah. Fire, fire stuff. Yeah. It's fire. Sometimes I sell things on eBay if you guys want to buy them. <laughs> um, and then Brian put with a bunch of exclamation park marks, no proxies. I guess you're saying that you can't sanction for F and M. Right. Right. Yeah. So here's the thing. So so vintages, there are a lot of expensive cards in vintage. And part of the fun of vintage is playing with moxes and lotuses and all that crazy stuff. However, um, you cannot have proxies where it's like, oh, where you have these these tournaments where it's like, you know, on Sunday, we'll have a vintage tournament and allow 10 proxies. Those events cannot be sanctioned because they because they have proxies. So if you run a vintage FNM, a sanctioned FNM as vintage, no proxies, no proxies, no proxies, no proxies. So what about um, if you're Abe Corson and you use a unlimited Black Lotus as a pro proxy for your beta Black Lotus? Is that okay? Is that even a what? That's what he does. That's what he does. <laughs> Jeez, I want to live the Abe Corson life. I don't under. 
How is that a question? <laughs> how's anyway. That, how's that a proxy? So and to, to add on to that, though, here, I'm going to give you a tip if you're uh, if you're an FNM goer or a store that wants to run FNM or, or anything along those lines. Um, don't run vintage, please, for the love of God. Don't I run vintage. Good luck firing it. Because even if you can manage to get eight players into the room that want to play vintage together, even if you can manage that, you're you have just put thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on your tables to get possibly picked up by someone else, and then you have tons of problems to deal with that you just <laughs> don't want to deal with. Please don't run vintage sanctioned yeah. ever. It's it's just yeah. It's it's one of these things where it's like the 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 benefits aren't. And and for F and M, okay. Let's. I'm not let's, saying don't run vintage at all. I'm saying don't run to sanctioned vintage. Like run vintage with like, yeah, we'll run vintage, but it's not sanctioned, and we can do proxies because you want to protect your cards. Like, right. That's okay. the thing. No one's gonna pull out the lotuses and the moxes for ten packs of cons of Tarkir. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Okay. You're not gonna you're not gonna bring fifteen thousand dollars worth of cards to win a quarter of a box. Is is but but so so uh so yeah um I guess it might be interesting for like that one place that does it for the lulls but yeah yeah all right I mean, well, you could also have you could have a place that does it like you know just because nobody actually has any of those so everybody comes with whatever cards they happen to own like I could see that like the super casual variant of vintage oh yeah like a yeah 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 it's like oh I have a, a you know, demonic tutor although odds are your your casual variant of vintage is legacy. Is Demonic True. Tutor banned in Legacy? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's restricted in uh, it's restricted in uh, uh, vintage. Really? Vintage. Yeah. Wow. Um. All right. Let's talk about block. So, as the name might imply, block is you can only build your deck out of cards from a specific block. Um. You know. So right now, if you we were playing in block, Kons of Tarkir block, then you could only build out of Kons of Tarkir. Uh. Once Fate Reforged comes out, you'll be able to build out of Kons and Fate Reforged. Um. And then I don't know if they'll do anything weird with the rules when the third one comes out. But uh, one thing people might not know is Block has a banned list as well. So that's section 6.7 of the MTR. So individual cards are banned in uh, different Block formats. Like an Ice Age Block, Zurin Orb is banned. So on yeah. and so forth. That, that card was crazy back in the day. Uh, yeah, I bet. It, it made games go so long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to talk for a second about some blocks that don't really seem like they're blocks. Uh, Ice Age is the first one, actually, because the Ice Age block now is Ice Age Alliance's Cold Snap, because um, they're pushing that third set of Ice Age joke way too far. So Cold Snap yeah. is part of Ice Age block. And these are, you know, you can't just make up, well, for block specifically, you can't just make up what a block is. Wizards do has put out a list of what each block is. Uh, oh. Now, since you can make up your own format, yes? Uh, in Ice Age Block, there's actually two. There's a three cards banned in Ice Age Block. Yeah, there's, there's a few. I, I was just oh sorry picking one that I remembered because Zero Orb used to be in my zero mana artifact deck. Oh yeah, that never it couldn't possibly win. It it didn't have the ability. Um, it was a cool deck. So other blocks: Mirage Visions, Weatherlight. I think sometimes people don't realize that Weatherlight is part of the Mirage Block because um, it has nothing to do with it <laughs> in any way. Lorwyn and Shadowmoor, they're one big block. So block constructed for Lorwyn Shadowmoor is four sets. And then, you know, even though you drafted Rise of the Eldrazi separate from Zendikar and Worldwake, it is actually still one block, and block constructed has all three. And the same is true with Innistrad, uh, Dark Ascension, and Avacyn Restored. 
all the other blocks are pretty standard. So, so the two blocks with the largest band lists. Yeah. Are Mirrodin. Uh, Urza's block. So Mirrodin has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, it'll have every land, so that's five. Yeah. So it's got ten. Yeah, it's got ten cards banned, and then Urza's block has three, four, five, six, seven, seven. Is Jace the Mind Sculptor banned? I would assume he is. In uh, you know, Zendikar block. Uh, it is not listed. No, it's it, actually not banned in, in Zendikar. Wow, block. it never was. Interesting. Yeah, uh, the only the only relevant Zendikar block events happened before the banning. Oh, uh, so they just never. Yeah. Aired. Yeah, because the because the banning didn't actually happen until the next block was already out. Right. Jace was super powerful, but he wasn't that powerful. And there was like Stoneforge Mystic existed, but there wasn't really anything to get other than Basilisk Color. So like there was no Cobblade in that format. There was the best thing you could do was Turbo Land with Jace, like Rug Turbo Land. Okay. Sorry, I'm rambling about it now. No, I I, I don't know much about. It. I think Block's pretty cool actually. Maybe for for someone like me who you know you just narrowed the card pool by half of what Standard has, less than half, mm-hmm. uh, or more. You've narrowed it by more than half. Um, that's cool to me because it's a lot easier, and and it's also it's a world where like an ally deck can actually be good, which uh yeah, that's like the world I want to live in. You, by ally deck, you mean like tribal? Yeah, tribal allies. Well, allies. I mean, from Zendikar. From right yeah, now. I know. Like, here, here was my problem with allies. This is a tangent, but here was my problem with allies. I loved allies when Zendikar came out, and then when when Worldwake came out, I was like, oh man, we get more allies, and there's you, you just. You know, this strategy is almost there. We just need one more set of allies <laughs> to, to fill this out and make it awesome. Rise of the Eldrazi had zero allies in the set. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had an ally warp world deck, and it was awesome. <laughs> uh, allies was a, when extended was a thing, allies was a viable extended archetype for uh, about a month. Yeah, mine wasn't one of those decks. Oh, man. My ally warp world deck was in Jund colors, but didn't have any of the good things that Jund had. <laughs> so I had all the hate without anything good uh good old days that's one of my two standard decks i've ever built all right (laughs) okay limited format limited all right so just like a standard whatever all the constructed ones are some shared rules for limited formats uh both for both formats you don't you don't build a, a deck ahead of time you will show up some event will happen and you will receive cards and you will build a deck out of the cards you receive. Um, your deck will have to be 40 cards at a minimum. It can be more than 40 cards. And any cards you don't put in your deck go in your sideboard. They are automatically in your sideboard. Yep. Your sideboard will have infinite lands in it. What we really mean by that is, you know, if you ever need more lands, you can get them. Yeah, you, don't, you don't have to and he's, mark them down. When he says 40 cards, he's referring specifically to sealed, limited, and draft limited. Mm-hmm. There, are yes. format, there are limited formats where you'll have less than those. Those are pretty much going to fall under that whole invent your own format we were talking about. Yeah, like mini masters like, basically is yeah. the only one on this list that, when, that does okay. that. When someone says limited, they mean sealed or draft. Like just like usually, in my opinion, if someone says constructed, they don't mean commander, which is constructed, right? They don't mean that. Yeah. Um, they mean. Oh, but I constructed my plane chase deck. Yeah, like I, I don't think yeah, people no. mean that. So, um. So there is, there's no four, four of limit for uh, cards in limited. Everything you draft or you open in your sealed pool, you can play. So if you just randomly open six plague rats, you can play all six. Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a card that's been banned in limited. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I wanted to mention that. Um, it's possible. It is actually possible. That oh, card wasn't been, um, been like... it's an older card like. 
curse scroll or something. I don't know, but no. I don't think anything's ever been banned. Anyway, um, I kind of I vaguely remember, vaguely remember one as well. Bottle something bottle. I don't know. The one. I mean, yeah, but you also vaguely remember when fire was invented, Brian. <laughs> I, I I do I do. That was a really good day. Suddenly, it's, it's, it's just like oh. So were you like were you like an early adopter? Did you get rich by investing in fire? Like, how does that work? <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he made his money on. Or the, had they not invented money on yet? the I, on I, the stake market? We, we we traded we traded like pelts and and rocks and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. And it's just like, oh, this rock's shinier than this other rock. So you know, that's how we did things back then. <laughs> so uh, if the event is not using decklist, and like we've talked about before, usually it isn't at FNM. Uh, here's the big difference between limited and constructed: is your deck does not have to be in the same configuration at the start of each match. Um, we call this continuous construction. I take advantage of this at pre-releases because I'm not too good at building a sealed deck, but by the time the event is over, my sealed deck is a lot better because yeah. I fixed it after a round or two. Also, also, it's it's a little bit harder to remember what your original configuration was. That's true. Because uh, you just built the deck with a constructed deck. It's odds are, I mean, you sat there, you acquired the cards, you crafted it, you figured out your sideboard, all of this stuff. With your with your limited deck, it's just, I, I just made it real quick. Um, yeah. A tip, though, for all those playing in limited, I know this is this this will be in in uh, limited events that require deck lists. Okay, uh, you got a cell phone. Take a picture of it before you give it to the judge. Uh, clear that with the judge first. Yeah, I mean, technically. I mean, you should clear that with the judge first. Just because, and here's why. Because the electronic I would policy? Absolutely, yeah, because of the electronic policy. Well, I would absolutely allow you to do this. It's better to okay, clear it with the judge fair. so that the judge doesn't go, why are you using an electronic device? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Um, just be like, hey, judge, can I take a picture of this so I don't forget what it is? Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yes, the, okay, the answer will always be yes. Well, nearly always. Nearly always be yes. All right. So sealed is easy. Sealed, uh, a judge or the TO or whatever will give you six packs. You will open them all. You'll build a deck, 40-card deck. The end. You should have uh, around 30 minutes minimum to build your deck. That's what the Magic Tournament rules say to do. So that one's simple. I really don't have anything else to say about sealed. And neither did you. Oh, yes. Uh, the six packs. Oh, I yeah. That. That's right. Yeah, I had, a, <laughs> I, had a, I had a point with this. Okay. It is now normally it is normally six packs. Okay. Yes, I believe that the TO has the option to do more, but it is ninety nine point nine percent of the time, nine nine percent of the time, six packs, not eight. Uh, I, I bring that up. Uh, there was an incident at one of the side events of the of the GP. Uh, product started getting handed out, and some of the product that was prepped was eight packs per player instead of six and that caused a little bit of a scramble to fix that when it was realized what was going on so six packs six packs six packs six six hey i got it six if like you, beer if you were doing an six packs a beta draft like jeweled bird and stuff are banned you sure well yeah anti- you can't anti-cards. you can't have anti-cards mm. they're banned well, in all formats well it says it says in the yeah nailed it Oh, so in your Homelands draft, you can't play with Timurin's Fiend? Sure. Homelands packs have like eight cards in them. Why would you draft this format? As a tro- it's a troll format. Yeah. But it's but it's actually so it says it says you can't play with them in your deck if you're not playing for anti. So I mean it has like a like, rider on the card itself that says you can't play with it. Yeah, that's true. But like I mean I, I used to have that back at the, when I when I was in California, we were at the Channel Fireball store, people would 
people would go, I'm going to buy a pack of Homelands just for the fun of it because they were not expensive. Yeah. No. And uh, and they'd open it up. They'd be like, what would you draft pick first? I'm like, I'm going to light all these cards on fire. Uh, if you ask me this question. It's always, <laughs> what, it's, serrated arrows? Like it's every serrated card arrows. of the, all the cards in that set are so no, bad. There there was a one-two flyer for one and a green that was not horrible. Yeah, serrated arrows is not bad. Like, it's a card that is not bad. But it's only bad, in the, or it's only not bad in the context of Homelands. It wouldn't be too bad today. I mean, I guess Baron Singer might not be bad, right? For seven mana, like a five-five flyer, right? It does put like, plus two, plus two counters. Yeah, I think I think Baron Singer, Baron Singer. There you go. There's your Homelands bomb. You mean Baron? Is it Sangir? I've always said uh, Sin, Singer. Singer. S- Singer, really? Singer vampire. Yeah, <laughs> Singer. Singer. Oh, you can't laugh at me. You don't know what's right. There's no pronunciation. I know that's not right. Singer. All right, we're gonna find out. We're gonna we're gonna ask Doug Bayer about that. Doug Bayer. It's Singer. It's Singer. Let me tell you, uh, flavor text on him: Beast, Defiler, the source of all my pain. Isan's shade. That bro. If there was a short story about Isan's shade, I'd be all over that guy. I've always wanted to know more about that guy. I think there is one about Isan. Yeah. I always like that guy. But yeah, he tapped to regenerate another target vampire. Yeah. Which were there any other vampires in? Homelands? Yeah, like his family, didn't he? Well, yeah, but gra- singer singer grandmother wasn't a vampire, I don't think. Uh, draft. Grandmother, grandmother, grandmother singer was a human wizard. Of course. That work. How does that work? That is our colossal whale of this episode. <laughs> is grandmother singer Singer is not a it's singer is not a vampire. Uh, what? Uh, wait, wasn't I mean? Look at the picture, man. How is that? How is that person alive? How is that not like a lich or an undead something? What's funny is, uh, like the cards you think would be vampires, like Irene Singer, when they're printed because they were summoned legend, they couldn't be a vampire. That's funny. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Irene Singer. Look at look at her. She's a vampire dwarf. I know. She's my favorite. All right, (laughs) draft. (laughs) Singer autocrat. Draft. Okay. All right. So for count out count out fourteen cards. Yes. Oh, you have 45. Okay. So in the draft format, each player, so you usually break into pods of around eight players. Uh, I would say you're always going to, what, be six to 11 players in a pod? It should always be six to 11 players. Yeah, yeah you should never have uh, less than six yeah. players. You should never have more than 11, ever. Yeah, because once you and, hit 12, you could have two six-player pods as yeah. well. And if, you, and if you try to do that, uh, by the way, Wizards of Ant Reporter will puke on you and stop doing things it's supposed to. Oh, good. So don't do it. So each player will have three packs, and what they'll do is they will open one of the packs. They will remove any non-foil lands and the token. I mean, I guess they don't strictly have to, but they should, just to be consistent with MTGO, I guess. Yeah, and it makes the count. It, it, yeah. When you're passing and counting and stuff like that, Yeah, yeah. it helps a lot. So um, they're going to remove those from the pack, just throw them in the center or keep them or whatever they want to do. Um, and then they will pick a card from that pack, put it in a pile face down in front of them, and then take that whole pack and pass it to the left. Repeat 13 more times until you've drafted every card in the pack. Then for pack two, oh, repeat that process. Only yeah. this time you pass to the right. And so, and obviously everyone's passing to the right, so you always have a new pack in front of you. And then for pack three, you pass to the left again. Um, one thing to note, because I don't think everyone knows this all the time, is that so foils will stay in the pack, including foil lands. And that's because foils replace a common in the pack. They don't replace the land. They don't replace anything else. They only replace a common. 
Uh, I think it's also it would be beneficial for us to describe zone drafting, what that means. Well, b- before we get there, I want to say when you say they stay in the pack, did you mention that the other cards come out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so not all stars stores do that. Some stores you'll you'll draft at and they'll be like, no, we keep all the cards in the in the draft. Whatever. And that's fine yeah. if they do that. But like, just pay attention. I think because if the, the default is take the land out, even even the MTR yeah. says take the de- de- uh, yeah. land out. You're, so. you're, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, but there are also sets that don't have uh, a token or basically that's a, yeah, that's a great point. Uh, like in Dragon's Maids, you obviously left the uh, the pack the land in the pack. Right. right. It was never it wasn't a basic. Yeah, it was never a basic. However, in Homelands, you only get eight cards in the pack, so you don't have to. No, you still repeat thirteen times. Yeah, you still have to. Repeat <laughs> which, which really, your ninth pick in your Homelands pack is probably the most powerful pet card. <laughs> so, um, so let's talk. When you were talking about like passing to the right, passing to the left. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so zone drafting. Yeah. Uh, if that's, you draft that's... Homelands, you're going to have 24 cards. You'll have, you'll have to you'll get to cut one card. You're playing no, everything well, else. I don't. I, <laughs> you you <laughs> do it. Draft, you probably draft more than three packs yeah, for Homelands. Um, anyway, the, I interrupted. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So so zone zone drafting is kind of neat. Um, it's it's something that if you if you've gone to GPS, uh, the, they'll explain to you. It's basically it's a way to prevent the scenario where um, you lose track of the pie of the, of the packs as they go around the table. Um, because what will happen is, is invariably somebody's slower than everybody else at the table. And it'll create like just this backlog of, if you don't have zone drafting, it'll just keep the, create this backlog where like one guy will have like four packs to his right. And then you have to go and it's like, please hurry up. Um, but so you have three zones. There's your left, your right, and then your hands. Okay, and by that I mean when you get a pack, you pick it up from the right zone, you put it in your hand, and when you've made your pick, you put it in the left zone. And the rule for zone drafting is a pack can't be, or two packs can't be in one zone. So if you've got a pack in your hand and you go to put it in the left zone, and there's already a pack there waiting because the guy on your uh, uh, on your left hasn't picked it up yet, you gotta hold on to that in your hand and then when that guy picks it up then you can put it down into the left so that keeps everything all nice and neat and nice and tidy and you don't have like one guy with like four stacks to off to his right where you're everyone's waiting for him to pick those up all right yeah 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 zone drafting it's it it seems minor but it's actually really really helps keep things clean like you don't end up with situations where someone mixed two packs or something Oh, that's always the worst. Or, or, or the guy grabs. There's like two packs to his right, and he grabs the wrong yeah. one, passes it. Or re- really, it here's you know here's what, one of the, you oh, know what else helps with this is keeping all of your cards in one single pile face down. Um, you see a lot of people try to keep their cards like separated. You mean when you like take yeah. a pick? Yeah. When yeah. You, so, so if I if I take a card, uh, like so, what you're supposed to do take a card, put it face down on top of the other cards that you drafted. What I often see people doing is being like, okay, so here's my blue pile, and here's my red pile, and my uh, my pile of other colors, and here's my my artifact pile, and here's my pile of multicolored cards, and then you can't even tell where the picks are anymore because there's seven packs of you know, like stacks of cards laying in front of the guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so really, it's players have the ability. Okay, so this is this is for the judges now. Players, players, shut your ears. <laughs> judges, okay. Players have this amazing ability to screw this up in every conceivable way. Now, I'm not saying that every player does it, 
but you're going to run into a situation where if you let if you leave them alone long enough eventually something really bad is going to happen way more so, frequently than you expect right so please stress the importance of zone drafting once they do it a few times they'll it'll just become second nature to them um so uh now you might have heard of something called a timed draft uh that's something that they do at grand prix and pro tours and the reason is there's a whole big pile of pods going at the same drafting at the same time and doing a time draft is really a way to keep them all pick drafting at the same pace uh please don't do time drafts at your your fnm I mean, the, the sole purpose of it is to keep lots of pods in lockstep with each other because you're under heavy time constraints uh, and, 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 you know, it's, it's you're at a competitive or professional event. Um, you don't do that at an FNM, even if you want practice, unless like I guess maybe if like the guys are all like, oh, yeah, cool, we'll, we'll let you time our draft. But even then, it's kind of not really a good idea. Yeah. The only time I've ever, ever heard of doing that at an event like FNM is at a very small store. So you've got a small group of people that all agree to do it, and they're doing it because they're practicing for some major event like a Grand Prix coming up where they're going to be doing a lot. Yeah. Of, uh, I did uh, it. And they want to know what it's like. I did it at my first PTQ way back in the Dark Ages. It was not only was it my first. Uh, head judge of a PTQ. It was my first limited event ever, and it was just kind of one of these things where it's like, well, I guess we'll just call the draft. And it turned out, it, I mean, it worked okay, but it was just like, eh, zone drafting is so much better. Yeah, Ma- mainly because you, the judge, you don't have to monitor them, and the players are less stressed out because you don't have like five seconds to make a pick. Do it, do it quick, and they go ah. All right, so uh, you can also look at uh, at regular. You can look at your picks yes. from previous, but you can't do that at competitive. So that's a that's a difference. Yeah. Uh, so at regular, uh, you can look at your picks, but technically only if you have no other cards in your hand. So if you're if you're you can't look at your picks and then have the the pack that you're about to pick from. Um, I would wager that's that's mostly to you know cheating. Cheating, sure. But I was also going to say it, it could become a lot easier to accidentally pass your picks. Which would be terrible. Uh, yeah, that's that has also happened. <laughs> um, where, where someone's just like, "Hey, how does this pack have three rares in it? What?" And then another guy's like, "Where'd my, where'd my pack picks go?" And what was even worse is people had drafted from it already, so it's like it had already made it through like one or two people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do you even start to fix that? I, I don't, <sighs> I don't know. All right, so <clears throat> that's uh, that's about as far as we're going to be able to get in this episode for formats. So we hit all the basic formats, um, things things you actually have to know for a level one exam. So this episode might be educational yet. Um, yes. Next time we we do this, we'll probably pick up at Commander and go go in deep Wizard's Tower, deep Commander, and then we'll we'll see where we can get. Um, let's uh, dive into some news, huh? Eh? Eh? Yeah. All right. All right. We got a new level three, Jack Doyle from England. Congratulations, Kingdom. Jack Doyle. Yeah. I've heard, from I've heard good things old. about Jack Doyle. I've never worked with him, though. Jolly old England. Hip, chip, 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 chip pop it. Chip, pop it. We're, wow, we're you chuff- guys are like walking American stereotypes right now. We're, we're, <laughs> hey, Crumpets. we're chuffed. We're chuffed to bits. <laughs> I am so chuffed right now. We're so chuffed to bits. All right. I love that phrase because it sounds dirty, but it's not. <laughs> it just means happy. Uh, 
All right. So okay. as I put in the notes, old man Prilliman hour. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. So this is this is something that I asked. I wanted to address. So um, recently, as in last week, there was a big explosion on the internets uh, dealing with uh, uh, people posting videos of uh, people doing tricksy things while shuffling their opponent's decks. Uh, what I would like to remind people of uh, the the way to do this, if you have evidence that someone is cheating to submit to the investigation committee, you can listen to our episode 95, where we have Eric uh, Shukan on uh, uh, from the investigation committee talking about all the stuff that they do. Um, what is not super helpful, or rather, I'm going to remind judges... Uh, when there is an ongoing investigation, please don't uh, take part in the conversation. Just inform people, pass that information along. Um, uh, as judges, we should not be talking about ongoing investigations, even if we don't know anything about what's going on. It's like, here's my opinion. Um, the the other thing is let's let's keep let's keep things civil. Uh, I I've I've heard of people doxing these individuals. And like calling their workplaces to, you know, asking to have them be fired. Uh, that's that's not appropriate. Like I, I understand cheating is is bad, but there is a point where where wanting to see justice becomes becoming vigilantism, and you're not Batman. No one is Batman. I am Batman. <laughs> no, no, you're not. I'm Batman. <laughs> where is he? That's where is he? Where's the trigger? <laughs> yeah. Show me. Where's so, the trigger? That's <laughs> what an episode where we just do that. What? Yes. That's all we do. That would, that's all I have. I have a new um, like mask I used for an air filter when I'm I'm cutting wood, and I I always have to do Bane when I'm wearing it. Like <laughs> like you have to. You you don't have a choice. You do. You do. Time to go mobile. <laughs> so the the next part so yes there have there have been there have been results now as a result of this stuff being super public a lot of people and by a lot of people i mean a lot of people are questioning well why does the opponent can i cut my deck after my opponent shuffles now everyone seems to be super super concerned about uh, the shuffle cheat okay so they see a guy do it online uh and then suddenly well, now everybody is potentially doing this. Um, and a lot of people are surprised that you don't get last cut anymore on your deck after your opponent shuffles it, because you used to. That used to be a rule several years ago. Um, one of the reasons why it changed was because um, you having last, or rather, your opponent having last cut on his deck actually opened up to potential cheats. Yes. Okay. Right. Like maybe some sleeves were uh, a little shorter, or maybe a card was warped, and if I get last cut, I can just cut and always make sure that a card ends up on top of on top of my deck. And at the time that was done, it was considered it was deemed that that was the the bigger concern. So it's this pendulum that swings back and forth. Okay, and keep in mind that a lot of the people, all, all of the people who are asking, can I get last cut? Well, what you're doing is, is yes, you're making one cheat harder, but you are making another cheat easier. Another easier cheat to do easier, in my opinion. 
right. I think it's far easier to stack your own deck than stack your opponent's deck. Or or set or set it up right because because the other thing is you have the ability to watch what your opponent is doing. Okay, and if you think that they're doing something shady, call for a judge. So you know I don't know if they're going to change policy as a result of the internet's you know crying out in the wilderness. But I do know that if they do change it, then all it's going to take is one more uh, Reddit post, video, expose, whatever, and people are going to be crying for it to be changed right back. Um, so, so, so keep that in mind um, when you're suggesting these things. And I wanted to, I wanted to explain that because um, I. I manage the uh, the Twitter account for Magic Judges. I use the, I mean, I, I post on the Twitter account here for JudgeCast, and there have been a lot of questions about this that I really can't answer in 140 characters. Okay, it's just the the way the way it works out right now is uh, you do not have last cut. Your opponent gets to gets last touch of your deck, whether they just tap it or cut it or they do some shuffling. Uh, you have the ability to watch your opponent. Um, One thing I add and, is uh, they are yes. they are technically required to shuffle your deck at competitive REL. Because I, yes. I think a few people have been like, I don't even like it when my opponent shuffles my deck. But no, they're required to. You can't be like, I don't want you to shuffle my deck. Right. I, I don't think some people know that. Yes, they are They are required. Now, if they just tap it or cut it, we kind yeah, of whatever. can't wave over <laughs> that. Um, but uh, watch what your opponent's doing, okay? And... Presumably, they should be watching what you're doing, right? right? And then we're all, then everybody's happy and watching each other. Um, and if you suspect something shady, call a judge. The judge is going to do an investigation. They might not satisfy your demand. Like if you say, my opponent is cheating. Well, it's possible any number of things could happen. You know, just because you say you know, that he looked down while he was shuffling. That doesn't mean he saw anything. That doesn't mean that he had any ill intent. That actually doesn't even mean that he actually looked down. Okay, because it's possible for you to be mistaken. Yes, I don't know right. what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, it's it's players are never mistaken about anything. Nope. And and you'll as a judge, you see this. You'll have two players that both of them will recount an event differently, and you don't think either one is lying. Yeah, they're they're both they both honestly believe what they're saying, and and they're both saying things that are mutually exclusive. Right, and that kind of thing is 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 well, neither one's lying. They can't both be right. In fact, neither of them might be right. Yeah. So so it's. It's um, and this goes back to to being on the internet. You know, being loud and angry on the internet doesn't make you right. It just makes you loud and angry. Um, and on the internet, don't forget. Oh yeah, and on the internet, which is probably the best place to be loud and angry at. Uh, oh, I know, right? As opposed to next uh, across the street from me at four a.m. in the morning. If you're loud and angry, then I might have to call the cops. <laughs> No, just get loud and angry about that on the internet. Yes, then I'll get loud and angry about that. So that's really all I have to say. Uh, the the everything about the 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 cheats. Can I cut my opponent's deck right now? Currently, no, you can't. Why? It's to protect uh uh people you from. Can. You, you can cut your opponent's deck. Well, you can't. You can't cut your deck after your opponent's sh shuffled it. Okay, they get last touch. Right. Okay, and the reason for that is. If you have last touch, then you can potentially do shady things because it's your deck and you've learned and you've got these cards crimped in such a way or or the, the corners bent or something like that. 
and you know the magic trick to cut it to the card that you want or need. And that's a lot easier to set up. So, meh. You think darkness right. is your ally. You were merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. Emails. Let's read a couple emails. First, mailbag. Mailbag. Uh, <laughs> slow play. Mailbag. Mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. Where's the mailbag? <laughs> Where is it? All right. <laughs> Our first email from Paul. Paul Harris. Uh, he says it's about. So we last that last episode we talked about slow play in depth. Uh, we talked about indeterminate loops, sadly. And his question is sadly about those. Let's say I'm playing a mill combo deck that mills a few cards at a time. If I run into an opponent that has a shuffle back card like Embercole Progenitus ETC in his deck, at what point does my mill become slow play? Obviously, I can't just say do this until only Progenitus is left because that's not deterministic. Am I allowed to mill repeatedly until I hit Progenitus? Am I never allowed to mill twice in a row if it is known that a shuffle back card is in a deck? Thanks for the great podcast. I hope you don't spend too much time mulling over my milling question. This is actually a very reasonable question. Yep. Unlike most questions about okay. this topic. So so mill mill till I hit progenitus. Okay. Is I, I if you have like an infinite mill engine or something like that and you can you can I, I mill until I hit progenitus. Great. Sure, that's fine. Because that there's a there's an end to that. It's either going to be all the cards in the deck or when you hit progenitus, which is sometime before that point. Great. All for it. Uh the second question, am I never allowed to mill twice in a row? if it's known that a shuffle back card is in the deck. Um, so this is kind of one of the things where it's like, I have infinite mill, so I'm just going to mill you infinitely, and you're going to keep hitting your progenitus and shuffle it back in, and I'm going to keep milling you, milling you, milling you until time runs out, or until progenitus is the last card you know, left in your library. Okay, that's obviously a loop that you can't do. So basically, we'll I'll let you I'll let you do it a few times, you know, like two or three. Like, you know, okay, I'm gonna try and mill, you know, like twenty cards. You mill twenty cards and you don't hit anything. You go, okay, I'm gonna mill five more. Okay, uh, you hit a progenitus. Okay, so you know that you can't mill the guy out. So that's really kind of keep keep on trying to do that uh, is kind of futile. So yeah, after that point, I'm not gonna let you do that. Okay. Anyone agree? Disagree? I love it. I definitely don't zone out every time we talk about loops. <laughs> okay. Definitely. Our next email comes from Eric. Dear JudgeCast. <laughs> I'm an awful example. Um, I guess it's I'm... a bad example. Yeah. Story time with Professor CJ. Yeah, I guess, I guess <laughs> uh, Eric, he says, A recent situation came up which made me question my understanding of the rules, and I was hoping you could clear it up for me. Uh etc etc i believe that unmorphing a morph creature does not use the stack but can only be done when one has priority so i was playing against my friend who attacks with a face down morph creature after i declare no blockers he unmorphs an aquamorph entity entity as a 5-1 can i still respond to this with a spell or slash ability before combat damage and then he asks and is this due to app nap ap nap player not an active player this is this is a pretty good question um and one that's come up a lot since morph is is in standard yeah um so that let's just go through the situation real quick so a guy has a thing with morph and after the opponent declares no blockers he unmorphs the aquamorph entity boom i unmorph it uh you're right this does not use the stack and it can only be done when he has priority now normally 
after he has priority, he passes priority, and then voila, we move on to the next step and damage is dealt. But even though it doesn't use the stack, he's still taking an action. It's a game action. It's a special action of paying the morph cost of a creature, but it's still an action. So after he does that, turns it face up. Yeah, you can't respond to it before it's turned face up, but after he turns it face up, both players still have to pass priority before we can move to the next step or phase. So you'll still have the opportunity to cast a spell before combat damage. Yeah, we normally shortcut that as both players pass priority on an empty stack, um, which is still technically true, but it, realistically, both players have to pass priority without doing anything, without taking an action. Yep. So, so yes. Yes, you get to kill that Aquamorph entity with your... Yeah. yeah, so that's that's the that's the key. Like once he announces that he's gonna morph it, uh, you can't be like, oh well, let me shock that two two then. Right. It's, no, it's he's going to morph it, and that's that's another key thing, especially with a lot of the morph cards that have triggers when you morph. You know, when you when it's turned face up, get three dudes. So you can't respond to the morph, but you can respond to the trigger that results from it being turned face up, like that that uh, what is it, that pony dude. The, uh, the one that makes three three oh, three ponyback brigade ponyback brigade it's like yeah. a really short cavalry <laughs> yes so you can respond to that trigger you can't respond to the turning face up but you can respond to the trigger beautiful so like yep. ponyback brigade makes goblins but none of them ride ponies it doesn't make sense well they fall off the pony if you look if you look at the card art uh they're falling they're falling off all right fair enough or, <laughs> or, or they or or well all or right. they they could fall off. They're they're held on very precariously. So that one gets judge cast flavor seal of approval stamp. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh man, is that a thing? Can I? Can we have a judge cast flavor seal, seal of approval? approval? <laughs> we'll, we'll put it. I want this. We'll put it right next I'm to on the judge uh, cast, and I want this. The judge cast the flags we've talked about, like in a very very early episode, where you could just throw a flag out on the table when well, you see an infraction. Oh, that came from Toby's. Uh, oh, uh, that's Toby. right. Yeah. April Fool's yeah. episode. I forgot April about that. Fool's joke. Uh, yeah, the, the judge cast uh, penalty flag, like so, football. So uh, along this topic, so I put this out on Facebook and Twitter, but for the many of you who do not follow us on either of those, even though I say it every episode. Um, what are you doing? If you don't follow us on Facebook, <laughs> if you have a Facebook account, go to Facebook right now, type in judge cast in that search bar, hit enter, and, and, and like us on Facebook. Yeah. You'll get all the updates. You'll know when our episodes come. It's and, awesome. And the archive of the Build-A-Bear Cub uh, <laughs> contest yeah. from last year. That is on there. It is. So the question I posed was, and, and if you have a response to this, you can post on our Facebook, uh, judgecast.com slash Facebook, or Facebook.com slash judgecast, or you could tweet us Mille. at twitter.com slash judgecast, um, or Mille. just email us at judgecast at gmail.com. Uh, the question I posed was, if JudgeCast had unlimited time and money, what would you like to see out of JudgeCast? Like, what are the pie in the sky? You know, what at all, what would you like to see? Uh, merchandise is a very popular request. Well, what kind of merchandise? Um, just anything at all that you would like to see out of JudgeCast. We would like to know if you would email us your ideas or the other yes. options I mumbled through earlier. Right. This is market research. Market research. For expanding our empire. <laughs> My brand. My uh, brand. Yes. <laughs> Where's the brand? Where's the brand? Where's the brand? Uh, you guys. You, you merely adopted the brand. <laughs> my my Bane voice is it's my Captain Picard impression, which is also very bad. But with my hands <laughs> over my mouth, that's my Bane. So I could be like, Sweet. make it so, number one. That's my Bane. <laughs> Okay, now take now leave the hands off and do the same the same thing. Make it so, number one. 
It's the exact same. It is the exact yeah. same. Wow. Is putting the hands over really that relevant? Like, if it... Yes. You really adopted Yes. Yeah, see, now you sound like Bane. <laughs> <laughs> I am the cutest of board. Your life, as it has been, is over. From this time forward, you will service us, number one. I'll service you. <laughs> wow. All right. We're getting risque. It's getting late. Judge cast after dark. Maybe that's something Look, someone wants. Judge cast after dark. <laughs> judge cast after dark. Uncensored judge cast. Jeez. Jeez. Certified. Um, Man, who wouldn't want to listen to that? All right. Everyone would listen to it once, and then we'd never be able to make another episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get one. All right. Well, I'm in my parking spot. Remember that reference? Yep. Yes. So it's time to go judge some magic. Uh, I'm CJ Trader. I keep it fair. I'm just dunks. I keep it fun. I'm Vernon Perlman. I keep it grand melee. <laughs> melee. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I can edit it or whatever. It's not a big deal. Well, I mean, I, I did do some podcast editing. Like, I know how to use Audacity yeah, and tell this stuff together. You had to do it on, like, tape cards, and, you know, it just doesn't work the same anymore. I hate you. <laughs> I mean, really, what I had to do was I had to I had to mold the wax record. Right. Okay, and then I had to transfer it and make a reverse cast.